Welcome to the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where small business entrepreneurs come to discover the strategies, systems, and tools to kick their marketing into high gear. If you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to roll. All right, welcome everybody. Eli Delaney here with Your Marketing University and the Driving Your Marketing Podcast where I bring in cool people that I have met throughout the world talk about marketing-related stuff. Really simple. What happens is when, as business owners, we are kind of thought in that process that marketing has to be complicated, scary, uh, outrageous, expensive, sometimes even black magic and voodoo. I've actually had people tell me those words before. And what I like to do is bring in people that I meet that are doing cool things when it comes to the marketing world and show you the things that you can do on your own because you know what this stuff does not have to be hard complicated or expensive these are things that you can do in your business and implement actually today and today's guest is my friend chris miles he's the cash flow expert and the financial advocate for entrepreneurs he's a leading authority teaching entrepreneurs and their spouses how to quickly free up and create cash flow and lasting wealth today, spending time doing what they love. He's the author. Uh, he's an author, radio show host. Um, he's been on US News, CNN Money, Entrepreneur on Fire, and of course, now he's here today. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, it's a pleasure, Eli. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's one of those things. This has been a long time coming. You and I actually were both on uh, Michelle Sism's show a long time ago. Same time, we reached out, we started having com- conversation, and then we both got busy and kind of dropped dropped the ball a little bit. And then we got reconnected when you happened to be here in Portland visiting family, sat down, had a great lunch, and... Then I've been paying even more attention to stuff you got going on, and you got some really cool stuff. You're a very, very busy guy, and so I'm really happy to have you come in and and share some of your expertise. So tell you know, let's go ahead and share a little bit more about who you are, where you came from, and anything that I might have missed from from your introduction there. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, like I'm I'm from the Portland, Oregon area originally, um, but moved out here to Utah, just south of Salt Lake City, roughly about. Uh, 16 and a half years ago, give or take, almost 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could say I'm almost like, you know, half Oregonian, half Utah, right? <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, living out here, I've got six kids between the ages of, of like zero and 12, pretty much, or you know, newborn and 12. Um, you know, definitely keeping busy, loving life. Uh, been in business now for, for 14 years and, and, uh, and definitely, you know, I got into business because you know, I love to have control over and freedom over my own destiny. You know, that's, I think, the big reason why a lot of people get in. They want more freedom and more control, and, and that's kind of what I did. Even though that wasn't my path initially, you know, I was going the typical college route. I actually dropped out of college to be an entrepreneur, and uh, best decision I ever made. <laughs> I, I definitely know that one. I, I went to school originally to be a graphic designer and, and realized I was getting tired of teaching the instructors how to do their job. You know, when you, when you get that point where your instructors actually stop and look at you to make sure that, that you're, you nod, letting them know that they're actually saying the right thing, you know, there's a problem. Uh (laughs) So very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit, you know, you know, one of the things that we find and one of one of your talking points talks about why entrepreneurs burn out. And I've been there before, you know, I've been in business for 22, 23 years, somewhere right around there, uh, between my first business was, a, was my web and graphic design company. That company has been, you know, it was over 20 years old. And then now my marketing and consulting company. 
And I've been in that burnout situation and I hear this from so many people. I have, you know, one of the number one complaints that I hear about um, growing a business is not just burnout, but overwhelm as well. So, you know, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, you bet. Um, yeah, I think the first thing that entrepreneurs need to understand, you know, everybody needs to understand that, you know, everyone burns out. Everyone. You know, any business owner I've talked to at some point burns out. Even people don't realize it. You know, for example, I mean, Eli, I mean, you kind of you kind of saw me at the beginning of a, of a massive burnout, you know, when we went to lunch together because, you know, I was going through a divorce. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's overwhelming emotionally and, and just every way possible. And, and even though I tell people like, hey, you know what? I'm available. I'm open. I'm ready to do business. Hey, let's go. The thing is, emotionally, I was so full that energetically I was blocking all the business I possibly could, right? Right. You know, so so I, I couldn't handle anymore, which was interesting. So it's like, wait, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's what I tell myself, but in reality, I wasn't. And uh, and so there's different reasons why people burn out. Most of the time, people are burning out because they're not in alignment with, their, with themselves. They're somehow doing something that's not them, right? Um, the hardest thing is, especially where I coach, you know, business owners and their spouses, you know, we're talking about how to find a free up cash and make more money. And, and yeah, granted, I can help them, you know, find on average at least $33,000 a year. The thing is, is that I've noticed that one of the biggest problems people run into is that it's not about, you know, it's not about, you know how you hear people talk about it's trading time for money. You know, mm-hmm. that's working harder, right? Right. But working smarter is exchanging value for money. The thing is, like, time is not your most valuable asset. It's energy. Interesting. I like you can that. Have all, you can have all the time in the world, but if you don't have the energy, if you feel maxed out, if you feel, feel burned out, you will find every way possible subconsciously to stop making money in your business, to stop getting new business. You'll feel full. You can't take on new people when you feel full, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there's a lot of burnout that happens there. And, and what I see most of the time is that people are working smarter in their businesses a lot of times. Like they're trying to learn from good people, even like myself or other business coaches and people like that out there. But the problem is that most of the advice out there is telling you how to do a strategy. And I, I always tell people it's principles first, strategy second. And what happens is that, you know, when you get a successful business owner out there says, hey, do it the way I did it. This is how I was successful. This is how you should do it too. That's a bunch of bull crap. <laughs> and Eli, I'm sure you've been in this place before too, where you've you've gotten advice even from good coaches and mentors, people that are that get their clients good results, but still there's times you're like, Yeah, that's not really working for me. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it's not about Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, that's, it's funny that you bring that up because I'm, I'm seeing more and more of that where, you know, we, we've got this world where more and more coaches are showing up in the world. And that's a, it's a huge industry. It's exploding yes. right now. And those coaches are everything from, um, strategy to like we do infusion soft coaching. I mean, that's one of the pieces that we personally do within our business, um, to somebody who's technology coach or life coach or business coach or marketing coach and all these different things. But what we end up finding is that it is strategy. And it's kind of funny because I've seen an evolution of it went from tactics to now strategy, which is at least a step in the right direction. I think you're taking it to even a better step because uh, what I do is I teach a lot of the strategy side where for years it was the tactics. Okay, you have to use Facebook and do step one, step two, step three. Well, maybe that business, Uh they were trying to put everybody into this Facebook tactic 
or this Twitter tactic or this article marketing tactic type of thing without any big picture strategy behind it. And now you're taking it to another level with the principle being actually the most important step. That's your step one strategy being second. I like that. Yeah. And that's a, that's what I started seeing too. I mean, even for myself, when I've been coached, um, there's been coaches that, you know, they gotten their clients good results and they'll say something I'm like, okay, I'll try that. And then it doesn't work. Now, granted, there's, there, you got to make sure you have your mindset piece in place. There's got to be an abundance mindset. There's got to be faith and, and confidence in yourself. Cause if you don't, everything will fall apart anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something to be said about, not about working harder and definitely not even about working smarter, but it's about working right. And the right way is your way. Your business needs to be personalized to you. The way you work needs to be personalized to you. So granted, you could say, hey, step one, Facebook strategy here. Step two, step three. That's great and all. Like, that's that's fine. But what happens is when people pick ways to work in their businesses, how to structure their business, how to work within their business, how often to work, when to work, how to work, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, that stuff has to be personalized to you. And I've realized that it's there's a, a lot of people forcing their business right now. They're trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that the majority of people are not supposed to, quote, unquote, make it happen. There are a percentage of people that are. You know, like Tony Robbins out there, he talks about making it happen, right? Well, yeah, because his his kind of profile, his own design of how he's created is supposed to be that way. That's It's perfect for him. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people I run into, entrepreneurs, that they aren't supposed to make it happen. In fact, there's even a small percentage of entrepreneurs that I've noticed that the best thing they can do is not work. <laughs> All right, so explain that one a little bit more for me. Yeah, so it doesn't mean that they just sit around and do nothing, right? I don't mean that at all. But for some business owners, I would say about 20% or so, that what they're supposed to do is actually uh, be clear, like do what they love, be clear about what they do, let the world know about it, and then sit back and and wait for it, wait for people to come to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which seems totally anti what the majority would do. And that's true. The majority of us should not do that. For me personally, it's not about doing that at all. Now, there is something to be said of the law of attraction, right? That works in people's businesses, but we all use it differently. Mm-hmm. We can all do it a little bit differently. You know, for example, I used to tell people, it's like, it's about going and do this, go and do it, do it, do it, do it. But I found that although that has worked for me, one, it's not about me doing it a lot. Like for me, it's actually doing it, you know, in a more relaxed fashion. Mm-hmm. But there's other people that they're doing actually isn't supposed to be like that at all. Like they're not the type of person to be calling up their their, you know, their phone list, right? Calling all their their contacts. They're supposed to be kind of feeling out, but like, hmm, you know, I just need to like connect to some people, just talk with them and chat with them, and then magically those people will start asking about the business. Say, hey, I think I need you. It's funny you reached out to me. I need you, right? And I bet you, like, you've even seen this happen in your business too, where you just felt prompted to reach out to somebody and then they say, hey, by the way, I was thinking about you too, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, and it's funny because, you know, you and I were just talking about a, my my big fascination for the last year has been into the archery world. And so I do it yeah. purely for target archery, just for the, the fact of it's a form of meditation for me, actually. But it's really funny because literally just two weeks ago, I ended up going to a sports show with the whole purpose of just checking out the archery places that are there. It's not my normal hangout. I'm not a hunter. I'm not into any of that kind of stuff. So it was I was very out of place in the most part. But I walked up to 
one booth and ended up running into the owner of a archery shop that does that works with Hungarian uh, horse bows. And they're actually custom made, they're imported and everything. In two minutes, the conversation went from about her bows to marketing related stuff. And she was like, I need help right now. And we ended up working out a deal. I ended up, you know, actually doing a little bit of trade out to get a bow and some whole setup with her stuff, which I've wanted, you know, it was a beautiful setup. And now she's an ongoing client of mine. And it was all because I was at the right place at the right time with the conversation of just, you know, hey, how can I help you? Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it's totally by accident. There's nothing, no forces at work that even made that align <laughs> and happen, right? <laughs> we all know, especially those of us who have been in business long enough, that there are, there are no such thing as accidents, right? right? You know, we, we know that, like we know that everything happens for a reason. We meet certain people for a reason. And I think that's what's powerful is that when you start to align with your own, the way you're designed to work, one, two, you take your unique combination of strengths and gifts that you have, your talents, because people pay you for your gifts and your strengths, not for your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is where I teach all the time. You hear me say it over and over again, that dollars follow value. You know, dollars follow the value that you create for other people. And so stop asking, how do I make more money? Start asking instead, how do I create more value for more people? Or you can even create a lot more value where you get paid a higher amount for less people even, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just today, I had a client who came to my, my Monetize Your Divine Genius workshop this last weekend. And she sent me an email, she said, and she had this, this massive epiphany, huge breakdown, followed by a huge breakthrough. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty intense breakdown too, right? Right. And, um, and, uh, and so it was pretty, pretty bad, but she, uh, she realized she was getting coached by so many people. They're all telling her what they think that she should do. And it finally came down to, well, what do you want to do? And she even had people in her business, she wanted to make partners that they didn't want to be partners. And so she's like, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, what, what's going on? I'm like, hey. You know, ch- you know, first off, chill out. Like, you know, do you have to be world renowned to be successful? The answer is no. Most successful people, mo- most people have never heard of the most successful, richest people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they tend to be very quiet. Some of the people that we see on the biggest stages aren't that wealthy compared to some of these people, right? Right. And these people may not even have to work with a whole ton of people. They may not even be working full time. And I realized this over the last year. I started getting very clear on who I was serving. You know, I started changing around to the people that just ask one one of two or both questions, which is, hey, I'm making more money in my business, but where's it all going? And then two, I'm sick and tired of working for money. How can I get my money actually start working for me instead of me always work for money? So then I work in my business because I want to, not because I have to make the money. Right. Which what is, happens, yeah, like, that's I've, a great place to be too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, those, and those are the people like I just create magic for. Like those people, it's so easy for me to create a lot of value um, because it's, to me, the answers are so simple. They're right in front of my nose, even if it's under their noses, they can't see it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it makes it really easy to create massive value for them, and they become raving fans, and they they start they become my best, highest referring clients, rather than the ones that I try to like do triage for, and like you know, almost like clear, poof, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to trying to help out. And those people drain me, and then at the end, like they're kind of like, oh, it's good. I, I I hope to get more results. I guess it'll take more time. I'm like. Yeah, it drives me nuts. I want to get you results quickly, you know, fast. You know, it's interesting. Like I've had, it's interesting that you say that because you know the the whole thought of doing something because you love doing it versus for the money. You know, it's that's something that I've I've preached and I've talked about for years. The fact of 
always I was, I've always looked at it from from my business as I was growing both of my businesses the concept was okay I I love doing this and I want to do this day in and day out and help as many people as I can and the the side effect of that is the money that comes in the door the purpose is yeah. to help people and have fun you know that's always been a number one rule yeah. of mine is you got to be having fun with it and the cool thing is that it's you look at it as the the actual exchange of cash becomes an afterthought even and when you do that it changes exactly. your mindset behind it it makes it so much easier because especially like i work with a lot of people in in that concept of changing their mindset behind marketing and sales because We've always had that, that stigma that, that marketing and sales is bad and sleazy and evil and all that kind of stuff. It's been, unfortunately, it's been ingrained in a lot of people's heads. I'm like, no, as long as you're selling a great product or you're helping people, then never have that negative feeling about it. But let's just change the whole concept of, yeah, I'm here to help you. And, you know, if you pay me for it, cool, you know, because then all of a sudden that sales process becomes easy. Yeah, that's a brilliant point because I've seen a lot of people where, uh, a lot of business owners I've run into, I mean, when I go speak in events, I'll ask people like, hey, how many of you love what you do? And the majority of people will raise their hand. Mm-hmm. And, how many, and how many of them believe they're doing good in the world? The majority of them, if not all of them, raise their hands, right? Right. And, uh, and I think that's important. That I think the majority of us, if not all of us, really need to do what we love, first and foremost. It's got to be something we love. And on top of that, if it's something we do really well, it solves a great problem, creates a service or fulfills a need for people. Like that's an easy recipe for creating a lot of money, and the great thing is that you're you like you said you're bettering people's lives and you're making money, and if, especially if you come from an abundant state of mind, you're not hoarding money, you're not blowing money like crazy, but you're actually using money to expand and grow and, and make things bigger and better. Mm-hmm. You know that's where everybody prospers, right? And, and that's the core of my of what I teach on the financial end is about stewardship is how we increase your stewardship and allow you to expand and grow and, and create more impact in the world and in people's lives. And, uh, you know, and, and that's, and, and really a big part of that is, is again, preserving the energy, right? Mm-hmm. Doing your, you living your talents, living your passions, make sure they're aligned with your values and that you're aligned with your own personal design, doing business the way that you should be doing business, not the way everybody tells you you should be doing it. Right. Um, and by the way, I had one coach where, um, a lot of the advice, I took some of her advice, but some of it, I just did the exact opposite. <laughs> and it worked mm-hmm. because I had to fill it out. I had to do a gut check for me personally. Like that's kind of my thing is, is this right? Yes or no? I, I say, uh-huh or uh-uh, right? For about two-thirds of the people, like if you want to know if you should be doing a strategy in your business, ask a yes or no question and just, and just respond with either uh-huh or uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And watch what happens. Now, for some people, like um, they they need to ask an open-ended question. The, the minority, the people that don't need to work, it might need to be more like, okay, well, what you know, what should I be doing right now? What am I what am I seeing right now? Like they kind of have to have this big picture where they see something, right? Uh, but majority of people, it's just yes or no questions. Just ask you, is this right for me? Uh huh or uh uh-uh. uh. Right. If not, then you know, right out. And some of us we have to you know, wait wait some time for to make a decision because we get have these emotional waves with it. This is why I never quit when I feel like it. Because <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, it's funny. I right uh, after I I did my first monetize your divine genius event, um, I was so exhausted, I felt like quitting my business. And I even started like my mind even started playing with it, like ah, oh, maybe I just throw in the towel, quit, finish out my clients, go do something else. You know, I could go sell insurance or something. You know, or go get a job. And 
And then, of course, I said, no, Chris, you know, this is like every time after a big event, you have this big high and then you crash you know, emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed, got like nine hours sleep, woke up the next morning. I'm like, OK, I feel a little bit better. And then all of a sudden I have these testimonials rolling and people are like, oh, my gosh, this has changed my life. And I had one guy who just by changing the way he his design that we talked about here earlier, he was one of those guys that's not meant to work. He had been like calling people and, and trying to call potential clients like crazy. Nobody calling him back. Finally, he decided to reverse it, and, and all of a sudden, people were now reaching out to him, and he was closing 100% of the deals. So he's nice. making more money than ever working less, you know? And so all this stuff starts rolling in. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, no, I can't stop this. This is awesome. Right. <laughs> this is what I wanted. And, you know, so some of us, like, sometimes we feel something, you know, like, even if we feel something, it doesn't mean we should act on it. Sometimes we need some time to just wait it out. And, and I've noticed that in business is that sometimes I have to do a gut check, but sometimes I have to wait a little bit of time, like let a day or two pass and say, okay, am I still excited about this? Is this, is this still sticking with me? If so, this is probably something I should be doing in my business. If not, move on, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so I, don't, so and don't I love that. Don't let those people sell you in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we've all been there before. So then that's, and that's good because... You know, when you're a lot of times you're in that situation as entrepreneurs, we're going to have that roller coaster. It's always going to go up and down. And that's unfortunately, it's just part of the life, right? But, you know, yeah. when we get that situation of, okay, you know what? I'm done. I, I just need to, maybe I should just throw in the towel, go get a job, go work at McDonald's, whatever, you know? Um, but then we stop and go, no, give me, let me just, you know, spend a day or two days and just stop, relax, give myself some time to breathe and then come back to it again. And, you know, and and I've yeah. been there before. You know, I've like I said, I've been in business for twenty two, twenty three years, something like that, and and I've always had those kind of situations come up. It happens, and it's happened multiple times. And you know what? Every time I came back into it, I came back even stronger. Yeah, very cool. That's so, so true. Yeah. So one of the things you you keep talking about with your workshop of of discovering your divine genius. Let's talk about that a little bit. What it what is divine genius and how you know how do we how do we monetize that? Yeah, your, your divine genius is your, your unique makeup. It's your it's a unique combination that makes you you. That your combination of your strengths, your passions, your values, you know, your unique makeup and everything else about you and who makes you and ultimately what makes you the one and only you on this planet, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, it's funny how people will try to imitate success, right? They'll find somebody they think is successful and try to do what they do. Hey, there's a great millionaire. I want to do what they do. Uh, this is a person I really respect. I want to do what they do. And then they fall flat on their face because reality is, is that you cannot be that person. That person is the best at being them. just like you're the best at being you. Stop trying to live like a copy. You were born an original. Be it, right? Don't don't try to just imitate other people's successes by, oh, I'll just do what they do. No, don't you dare because they don't have the strengths and the gifts that you have and, and vice versa. Uh, this is why I actually teach people there's no such thing as competition. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody's in your same industry, here's the thing. is like I can guarantee passion-wise, you guys probably differ on your passions and why you do something. So already you're different. But if that weren't enough, guess what? You need a combination of strengths. That alone will make you different because nobody has the quite that, that fingerprint, that divine fingerprint that you have that allows you to leave an imprint on people's lives like no one else on this planet can or will. And when you start to understand that, embrace it and say, hey, you know what? I am unique. These are gifts that I have, and this combination of gifts makes me unique already. Plus, I have a passion. There's problems I want to solve that nobody else wants to solve with these gifts. 
therefore I am an original, therefore I am highly valuable and can be highly sought after, especially if I get the results doing it my way. And not to mention you create a lot more happiness, everybody's happier with you, and uh, it's the way I, I truly believe business is meant to be, where everybody is prospering because everybody's exchanging value and, and, and flourishing because of it. Mm-hmm. I love so that. That's, that's what it really is. Very cool. I love that because you know you said something very important in that 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 I have I've been a huge advocate for for years was um, that there is no real competition because even though somebody may sell the same types of products and services that you or I do. Um, we're each unique in the way we deliver it. Our attitudes, our, our own methodologies for doing it, why we do it. You talk about your passions. I mean, you know, I knew I can't count the number of times that I've met somebody who technically, if you really look at it, they do almost the same th- stuff that we do. But what they do or how they do it, their attitudes, their personalities are so different that there's been times where I've had somebody come to me and I'm like, you know what? I don't know that I'm the best fit. I want to send you over to this person. And that's a cool place to be because then you get away from the competition mindset and into the collaboration mindset. And that's where that's where I love to live is figuring out how can we collaborate together? Because guess what? Not everybody is going to be a perfect fit for me and not everybody is going to be a perfect fit for you. Let's let's exchange people and make it so i'm working i'm working with the best ones that fit me you're working with the best ones that that fit you and it ends up being a win-win-win which is good for everybody that's right exchange creates wealth is a principle i teach all the time exchange creates wealth the faster the people are exchanging the more often they're exchanging the more prosperous everybody becomes the more wealthy everybody becomes right Uh, but what happens a lot of people out of scarcity try to hoard things they try to hoard clients they try to hoard opportunities even though there's countless opportunities all around them, they think there's a scarcity of opportunities. Therefore, they hoard them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the scarcity scarcity takes money out of your pocket. It never, never puts a dime back in. You got to come from a place of abundance. And, and it's funny you share that story about you know exchanging with other other people, even in your own industry, because I had that same experience a few years back. Where um, this is about I think two or three years ago, I, I was burning out. Right? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was. I was working my tail off. It was in the beginning of the year, kind of like this time of year, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of towards the beginning of the year. And, I was, and like, and by the time I got to March, mid-March, I was just frustrated and ticked because I had a worse quarter than I've had like for over a year before then. And I'm thinking like, man, like I'm working my tail off. And it seems like people aren't moving. Like what's wrong with people? What's going on? And I remember venting to one of my friends about it. And then I, then I thought, I'm like, well, listen, you know, I got to live what I preach. So what, Here's what I feel like doing. My my whole thing was when I just work my tail off and work harder, put my blinders on, <laughs> and just work my tail off and, and work my way out of it. Or I do what I want others to do. And so I did. I said, I'm going to do the opposite of what I feel. My knee-jerk reaction is just work my tail off and just say, screw everybody. Right. right. Um, what I did instead is I, I actually wrote a blog piece, a blog post, where I, I said, here are the five areas of business that you need to address, that you need to have mastered or you need help with, here are the people I recommend that helps in these five areas. So I put down like my, my favorite business coaches and I and they weren't and they were all friends. And some of them were even felt like they were each other's competition. But I would say, here's what each one does uniquely well. And here's people who do sales and what here's what they do well. Here's technology people. Here's you know with marketing. Here's with uh, you know like with financial. So I put a financial one in there, of course, right? But I put my my name in there, but I put two other people's names too. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, hey, here's why you'd use these people instead of me. And, uh, and, I, and I tagged them all on Facebook. There was like, you know, 13 of them, I think. 
right. tagged them all. And and I remember one of them thinking, are you crazy? Why, why are you referring to me? I'm your competition. And I thought, like, yeah, but you don't do what I do because I'm freaking awesome at what I do. So mm-hmm. I rocked that. But I don't do what you do either. We do very different things, even though people would often ask, like, some of these other people that I recommend, and even people I don't recommend. It's funny, the people that are in my field, people say, oh, are you, are you just like Chris Miles? And it drives people nuts. We're like, no, I'm not like Chris Miles. I don't even, I don't even do that stuff. Like, no, heck no, I got my own stuff. And some of them get really mad about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm just thinking like, hmm, I must be doing something right. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, but, but that's the thing is like, you know, I, I did that. Now, here's the crazy part. Like, I sent all these people and told them to go talk to these people. And some of them got referrals from it. Here's this crazy. Guess how many referrals it got from these people I was referring to over the next few months. How many? Zero. Zero? Okay. Zero. Yeah, I didn't get any. But that was in March, like kind of mid to late March. Mm-hmm. By the by, the beginning of April, for those three first three weeks of April, I made more money in that month than I've ever made in my entire business. And it did not come from those people. Right. Interesting. So, and that's cool. And that's... I love that that happened. Yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't get any referrals from them because people say, well, of course, they're just reciprocating the value. Mm-hmm. No. The, the thing is, I was doing what was right. I wasn't working harder anymore. I wasn't trying to work smarter. Now I was just trying to work right. And I switched it up. I switched the energy of how I was working. It's like, you know what? There's more than abundance out there. Let me refer people out. And then all of a sudden, that, it was almost like a beacon that mm-hmm. called the right people to me. And all of a sudden, I said, Holy shnikes, like what the heck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was just massive. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, I mean, seriously, it's like, I mean, what it would normally take me like, you know, four, four or five months to do, I did it all in three weeks. I'm like, holy crap, like that's awesome, you know? And, right. and, uh, and that's the key is that you got to get yourself doing it right. When you do things the right way, when you're aligned with who you are, the best of who you are, it's a, it becomes a beacon. Like people are just drawn to you, they want to come to you. And it's crazy, like every time I go to speak at events, like I have people now swarming me. And it doesn't have to be a big group. It's not like the, you know, the groupie type thing. It's people like, you know what? What you just said, like, I need that. And I'm like, I didn't I wasn't even promoting myself. I was just teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, but people are like, How do I work with you? How do I hire you? Like that's starting to happen ever since I really started to align with who I was at the core and then express it. And uh, and I've been working less and making more as a direct result, which makes me thrilled, makes me happy. And, and I've watched it happen to many, many other people too, as I start to do this. And, and that's why, you know, I, I did, you know, actually two events this year. And really the second and final event was last weekend of Monetize Your Divine Genius, because I'm like, man, I know this doesn't, doesn't just work for me. It works for others. And I've started to see those results quickly in other people's lives as they align with who they truly are. Stop trying to copy people. Stop trying to imitate success because it's, it's crap. It doesn't work. Be you, be the best you possible especially if you start to really get honed in and truly identify that like specifically and get clarity on that, that creates more confidence in you. And that confidence becomes a, a magnet magnetized field. It's like, it's like, it's, you're just like drawing things to you like a super magnet conductor. Right. Right. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. And I love that. And you know, you, one of the things you just talked about is as people comparing other people to you. And it's really funny because I've actually been in that situation before years and years ago with my, with my web and graphic design company. Um, in my area, that's, this is back, you know, I was, I was a web designer and all of my clients were within a 20 mile radius, you know? So it was kind of interesting. But what was funny was people would come in trying to, 
you know, other web designers would come into the area and everybody's like, oh, you should meet Eli. He's like the web guy around here. Everybody thinks he's awesome. And it got to the point where people got frustrated and people would actually just quit coming back. And, 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 and you know, it's not that I wish them any ill for their business in any way, shape or form. But it was funny because I wasn't ever trying to do anything against anybody else, but I had built that reputation to where people saw me as the standard, you know, as I was, yeah. I was the guy to talk to. And it was a fun place to be because then that put me in a position where I could turn around and help other people out because my job was pretty easy. It's like everybody knew that's what I did and that I, you know, I did a great job at what I did. And at that point, I just walk into the room and have good conversations and share whatever I could to help somebody when they have a question. You know, it's just, I just walk yeah. in the door and share. That's it. You know, there was no sales process. There was no sales pitch involved. Yeah, isn't that brilliant? I mean, mm -hmm. that's, and that's the way I think work should be is that you don't feel like you have to like, you know, try to persuade or be sleazy, right? Like you shouldn't have to do that at all. You should be able to be in a place of power because you are who you are. Mm -hmm. People are, feel it's so refreshing that you're authentically just you. If you're a dork, then be a dork. I am, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. embrace the dork within you. If, if you're, you know, if you, if you love, something like if you love sports then great integrate that into your business somehow like be just be the best you possible and you'll attract exactly the people that you want and and, and i would rather have one person that i attract that i that's perfect for me than five people that even if they could pay me money but aren't a good fit that mm -hmm. would drain my energy right i mean energy is so important because that's where your happiness lies because if you know you protect that you got I mean, you're going to have boundless energy. And what will happen is you'll create a magnifier of your time anyways. You'll be more productive. You'll get more done in less time. And you'll say, holy cow, like, how did it, like, I, I'm living the life I've always dreamed of as an entrepreneur. I'm not burning myself out because there's people that are making good money in business that are burned out. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just going until they die, basically. And some of them kill themselves doing it all in the, in the name of money, right? Right. And I don't want to see that at all. I want people to actually do what they love, actually love doing it, and people love them doing it, and then, you know, they create the life of freedom they've always wanted. Right. And I love that, and that's one of the things that I love about you, because you got that attitude of why we don't have to work ourselves to death. And I've been on that side of it. And it's really funny because as human beings, I've been, I've been in this situation personally, personally. So I'll share this of the fact where I had projects that I, that I came in and started working with a client and it just, it seemed too easy. And I almost sabotage myself because I was like, this client is perfect. They don't complain about the pricing. They're ha always happy to pay more for more work. They're appreciative. They send me thank yous. What's wrong? You know, and I didn't think about that. It's like, and we, and we have to stop and, and catch that and go, wait a minute. This is what it's supposed to be like. And so yeah. the stuff you're talking about, I think it's a really powerful message for people to realize that there is a such a thing as that business that runs and you just, it's not, it's not work. It's just you doing what you do best and helping other people. And you happen to get paid well for it. You know, it's, it's, it's like, again, it goes back to almost an afterthought. Yeah, exactly. I very, love it. Very cool. So we're getting close to time here. If you have, if there was just one thing, one piece of advice that people can get out there and take action on right now, what would that be? Here's one easy action item you can do. Uh, and this is like in that area of finding your unique strengths, right? I mean, because when I mean, you're trying to get to like your unique design and everything else, that takes a little bit of work and that's why we teach it. But one thing you can do on your own that's very easy 
is is go ahead and just send out an email or a Facebook message or call whatever it is or letter <laughs> if you want to. Um, I prefer like email or Facebook message if I can, or you could also text. But how it is, reach out to ten to fifteen people, and these can be people that know you well, and even people that have just met you. It doesn't matter. That's the beautiful thing. You don't have to like reach out just to friends. Mm-hmm. Friends and family are easy. It could be a spouse. Could be whoever. It could be a coach. You know, right. I, just reach out to those people and say, "Hey, what makes me unique? You know, what do you see in me that uh, you see as a strength or characteristic or trait that describes me? And uh, or what can you count on me for? You know, like what what kind of things mm-hmm. do you rely on me for? Yes. And just let them answer. Just ask for like three to five things. Just have like this. Name off three to five things. What would those be? And gather those. And I say ten to fifteen because there's always going to be people that just think too long and hard about it and don't do it because they want to make it perfect. Right. You always have those friends, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you'll probably get at least seven to ten responses back. Now, with those seven to ten responses, tally them up. Like, start to group them together. Like, write down the responses. You know, put, like, little hash marks or check marks next to the ones that repeat where people say the same thing. Here's a fascinating. You'll find that people that have known you from different aspects of life, maybe in a different situation, like with me, people that knew me in ballroom dancing, also would uh, say the same kind of things that people that know me in business, mm-hmm. you know, there's some of the same things that pop out because we see the things in people that naturally ooze out of them. Right. And you'll see some patterns. And I call that get a clue <laughs> because <laughs> nice. you start to find people saying the same thing over and over. They're basically telling you why they want to pay you money. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, some people say, well, it says I'm a good listener. Well, how am I supposed to make money at that? I'm not a psychologist. No, you don't have to be. Because, you know, Eli, you know this, in sales, I mean, people that are the best listeners, are they t- do they tend to be the best in sales? Right. Yeah, definitely. And right. I, I love this exercise because I actually have something almost identical that I do through my roadmap class that it is the same thing of just reach out and ask people. It's like, okay, what is it? Uh, when you think of me, what words come to mind? And it yeah. amazes me. I did that exercise years ago at a mastermind group. And... All I did was basically we were all going around the room of, you know, what do you need help with? And my thing was, if you can help me with this, when you think of me, what words come to mind? And I just sat there and I didn't answer. I didn't respond. I just wrote down what people said. And it took like five, easily five minutes. And I had probably a hundred different words that people had put out there. And that helped me define my branding because there was a couple of things that just kept coming up over and over again. And I'm like, wow this makes sense for me. And it was great because these, these people were just being, you know, they're just being honest. They're just giving me, okay, yeah, these are the things I think of. And so I started putting that into my branding and guess what? All of a sudden my business started growing even further. And the great thing about it is you're not, you don't need to judge anything. You don't need to respond. All you have to do is just write it down and say, thank you. That's it. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? And, and I know some people get nervous. They're like, oh, what are they going to say? Mm-hmm. You know what? Every time I've had people be nervous about it, they always come out and say, oh, my goodness, that wasn't just good. That was amazing. Like, I, I started crying reading some of these responses. Mm-hmm. I mean, even people were like siblings that would always, you know, make fun of them or whatever. Like, siblings would say something very sincere and heartfelt. And they're like, I don't think I've ever heard them say this in my entire life, you know? Right. And, uh, and it's good. You, you make sure you let people know you're not dying of cancer. It's not a midlife <laughs> crisis. That's important too. <laughs> yeah. You know, tell them why you're doing it. Just like, hey, some crazy guy on this podcast said, do this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's important. But uh, yeah, but like you said, like I mean, how can you create a brand or how can you do marketing when you don't even know who you are? Right. And especially if you can figure out what people see in you, 
it's people oftentimes will see more genius in you than you see in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's common. Like most, all of us do it. We, we grow up with ourselves. We just get used to things like, well, this is just what I do. But some people say, yeah, but I can't do that. That's incredible. I would hire you for that. Or I need more of that in my life too. And that's where that exchange creates wealth, right? And so when you start to understand like why, what, where people feel that you're unique, where people feel like you are a genius, mm-hmm. and that's where you can start to hone in on that, create a brand. And like you said, and you're marketing around that. And now you're no longer a copycat that's just trying to say, ooh, there's somebody who's successful. I want to be just like them. Like, no, you be just like you, and people will respond, and people will want to be a part of you. Otherwise, you annoy the, you annoy the, the snot out of people and they say, oh, it's another one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I think that was a great, that's a great way to end it. That, that exercise, I can vouch for it personally. I, I did that. Oh, probably about six years ago was the first time that I did it. And it completely changed the way I did business. That it was a great, great, powerful, powerful exercise. So um, for everybody listening, go do that. It's a very simple thing to do. Do it with some friends, do it with clients. If you're in a networking group, just ask your group if they'll, they'll help you. Spend two minutes going through that. And like I said, you don't have to actually even respond to them with anything they say just write everything down and at the end say thank you that's it you know you don't have to make it more complicated than that um so chris this has been awesome this has been so so helpful um i know people are going to want to stay connected to you so what's the best way for people to reach out and see what else you've got going on i know you got a bunch of workshops and stuff you've been doing and things like that Absolutely. I mean, you could definitely uh, check out my website, www.moneyripples.com. That's M-O-N-E-Y-R-I-P-P-L-E-S.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can find my Money Ripples page on there, just facebook.com forward slash Money Ripples. Or if you love podcasts, just like you're listening to right now, I've also got a show that's on Blog Talk Radio as well as iTunes called The Chris Miles Money Show. Very original, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, check me out there. <laughs> Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Chris. It is a pleasure having you on board. And, you know, I've, I know that I've told you this before, but if there's anything that I can ever do to help support you, just reach out and let me know. I appreciate that, man. Really do. All right. Thank you. And thank you to everybody listening. Do us a favor. Um, if you enjoyed this, if you got good value out of it, and if you did it, actually went out and did the exercise, um, go back to iTunes and pop in a review to share your thoughts, your ideas, and all that kind of stuff. It always helps us um, be able to communicate better and see what are you loving and, and show you know people like Chris how awesome the stuff he is uh, helping share really is. So with that, get out there, have an amazing, amazing Rockstar Week, and we'll see you in the next show. Hey there, this is Eli again, and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.